Jean Lawler. I'm the host, your host of the uh, Roads to Resolution Closure Certainty Podcast. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. I wanted to talk this uh, time about rescission, in particular rescission of an insurance policy. Rescission of insurance policies uh, happen when there have been what would be considered uh, material misrepresentations in the application for insurance. And in in plain English, uh, that would be where the answers to the questions that were asked in the insurance policy are not honestly answered. Maybe there was a yes answer when it should have been a no answer. Maybe there's not been full disclosure. Maybe there's been, you know, misinformation. Whatever it is, In a rescission action, an insurance company will be prepared to say that the uh, question was material to its decision to issue the policy. And, you know, but for the incorrect, uh, let's say, incorrect answer, that they would not have issued that insurance policy. That's generally what it's going to be. Every case is unique, of course, but that's the general gist of it. And uh, so what kind of situations can you get into with this? And who could potentially be dragged into these suits? Well, first and foremost, of course, is the insured. The insured is responsible for the application for insurance and for signing it and, you know, attesting to the honesty of the answers that are provided. And there's usually some sort of notice that the insurance company is going to rely on those answers uh, in deciding whether or not to insure the property or the the risk, whatever the risk might be, and even as to what the premium might be would be based on what the risk is. And the risk then in turn is defined by or determined by Uh, in large part, what the answers to the application questions are. And so that said, what kinds of situations? Well, here are a few examples of cases that I have seen. Uh, If you, for example, and when I say you, it's the generic you. It's not you personally, of course. I doubt anybody listening to this uh, would be in this situation. But let's just say if an insured, I won't use the word you, if an insured has not fully disclosed all the people living in the residence, maybe when they've applied for auto insurance and somebody else is driving the vehicle and then, um, you know, they get into an accident, maybe something along those lines. There was just a recent decision in the federal court about a homeowner who had failed to disclose that the home was used on occasion for short-term rentals. And yet there was a loss when the a short-term rental was in effect, the renter was in the place. There were, are examples of cases where the um, insured is saying, you know, I've never had any other claims before. No, that doesn't work either. So in these kinds of situations, the insurance company would probably deny coverage for whatever the claim is, but they may seek to rescind the policy. And then if the policy is rescinded, it's void, as if it was never in effect. And so if there are other losses, then the policy is not available to apply to other losses. Now, you know, we all learned early in life, I'm sure, in our parents' knees that, uh, you know, you tell the truth, right? Uh, And it is 
very true in this case. Now, lots of times insureds might say, well, I didn't understand, or my broker filled it in, or my agent filled it in, you know, whatever it is. And then that, in turn, can bring in a possible malpractice action for broker malpractice, uh, insurance agent malpractice. Maybe a company representative is filling in the application. And this, this then could get to be interesting. Who at the company is filling it in? Did they ask to ascertain information or not? Maybe it isn't an intentional oversight or, you know, error in what's, what's being answered. So there, every case is, of course, unique. But if you do get involved in a malpractice, excuse me, in a uh, rescission action, depending on what your role was in the application for insurance being submitted to the insurance company, my point is that that can then lead to a malpractice action as well. So the, um, the reality is that even if you had to provide information uh, about prior losses and you couldn't get this insurance or you could only get a more expensive insurance policy, at least you get an insurance policy then, right? Or if you have to pay a higher premium, whatever the things are, honesty is the best policy. And I really do see a number of rescission cases. It's very interesting on uh, that. And generally, they're probably going to be pretty well uh, placed if an insurance company is going to the trouble to bring them. So answer those questions honestly with clarity. And if you are representing an insured in some capacity or another, whether it's the lawyer, the broker, the company representative, the agent, uh, whatever it is, just make sure that you're clear on what the answers are and that you fully explain them to the person who is applying for the insurance so that then they, when they um, sign the application for insurance, there can never be any uh, anything coming back to haunt on you if for if there's anything in that application that's not uh, completely accurate. So those are my thoughts on rescission. And, you know, you see in Law 360 uh, case reports, uh, court reports of cases, things like this, of these kinds of, uh, of these kinds of lawsuits. And nobody wants to be involved in one of those if you can help it, at least not as party or a potential party. So take care. That's my thought for today. And uh, please feel free to follow me on LinkedIn. Follow my podcast on your favorite podcast channel and um, follow my YouTube channel. Thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs>